Hello, everyone, and welcome to Breakout, episode number 36 uh, for Wednesday, March 6th. My name, is, my name is Marty. I'm here with Casey and Nick. I don't know why my hands are on opposite sides, because you're both, I think, on the other side of me. It doesn't matter. I don't, I don't know how technology works. Uh, hello. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Breakout. This is the Escapist uh, conversation show about games and movies and entertainment and all that jazz. Uh, we got a good a good show for you today. Uh Casey and I have been playing and, and reviewing some games uh, like Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga, Chrono Cross Remastered. I've uh, been playing a bunch of Kirby, so we'll get into those thoughts. We'll touch a little bit on the news that uh, um, uh, Crystal Dynamics is making a new Tomb Raider game in Unreal Engine 5 and and sort of what that might mean for their other projects in their future. Uh, and then, as you can see, uh, we'll, we'll kick things off with our main topic, which is Nick in the Year of Our Lord 2022 you are playing the video game cyberpunk what is happening why are we doing this yeah yeah we're, uh, we're here again please tell me. no so i i you know we got the review copies and then that all whole thing went down where you know cd project Red didn't send the previous gen versions and everything and so uh it was one of those games where like i started it got super buggy every time i tried to play it uh even on pc and i know a bunch of people said they were they were having like good uh pc experiences but i just didn't every time i loaded it up like there was floating people there were enemies despawning like it just did not feel like a complete game uh so i have waited very patiently for the patch you know all the patches that come out including the next gen patch where you know they promised to fix a lot of those things uh so i was like i literally spent i don't even want to admit it but i'm gonna admit it i spent like probably three hours this weekend just looking for a game to play and then i finally like looked at cyberpunk on my shelf and i was like mm, okay i'll give it a go why not uh so I loaded that's up. that whole like netflix thing of like yeah. opening up netflix and spending like 45 minutes not deciding what to watch instead of just, just picking something at the and the damn trailer halfway through it yeah yeah uh oh margot robbie's in this <laughs> <laughs> Um, so anyways, yeah, th- th- I, I basically needed to find a game to play. I started Cyberpunk 27 on the Xbox Series X this time because even after the most recent patch when I was playing on PC, I was still getting a lot of bugs. And it may be just that I needed to start a new playthrough to kind of reset everything or whatever. So I was like, eh, you know, I want to go out and play it on my living room not instead of the PC this time. Uh, and so my experience on the Series X has actually been very smooth. Like I really haven't run into anything terrible. Uh I, I haven't seen any spawning, like despawning people yet. I haven't seen any like floating enemies like I was on the PC version every time I loaded it up. Like literally, they released that patch and hyped it up on PC. I loaded it up on PC, and the very first thing that happened was a floating gun was chasing me and killing me, and I couldn't shoot back at it. So I mean, was that... this like a quest line with like a ghost gun of some sort? <laughs> no, it was just it was, was it just like AI controlled or no? Nope, I was just trying to go to a food vendor, and I kept getting gunned down for it. So. Uh, <laughs> Uh, don't eat here yeah but (laughs) there's still still some performance issues on the series x like you know very slight frame drops every now and again um but i'm actually finding i'm having a really good time with it and i'm kind of glad that like they finally fixed it and i know there were people in the chat earlier you know like yeah you know fucking stain on the industry and all that stuff and yeah i mean but i don't know i I view games like anthem or games that you know release with millions of copies and never get fixed battlefield 2042 uh that are more stains than a game that maybe released buggy at launch, but was still attempting to be, I mean, in all, in all the, uh, other ways being a complete game at launch, it just was buggy mm. as all hell and needed to be fixed. Um, more of so. a stain on CD project red than yeah. it is a stain on the entire industry. Yeah. And I get the, uh, 
I feel like it's a sliding spectrum of bad. Like releasing a live service game and then letting it kind of wither on the vine and die, which is what happened with Anthem and seemingly what's happening with Battlefield uh, right now. Um, That's Mm. bad. But also, like, I do agree releasing a single player game and then having it be, quote unquote, finished several years later is also bad. Yeah. Oh, Um, yeah. That's still bad. Like, like, it's a good end result of if anyone now purchases Cyberpunk, which, wait, it's available on, like, you could buy it on PlayStation, right? Yeah. Yeah, they put it back a little while ago. So, like, it's nice for anyone now, but, like, yeah, I don't, um, I don't know. I I feel of two minds on it because like good for cyberpunk for finishing it, but I don't want to normalize yeah. this kind of thing. I, I mean, yeah, it's, I don't know. That's why I kind of waited to play it until like it was really done. Um, and I still like it, when the Witcher four comes around, right. We're going to be so much more careful about it this time because mm-hmm. first of all, I mean, they, they straight up lied to reviewers about the pre current gen versions. Like they didn't give us the copies. Told us well, that's not a lie. Made. They they were pretty adamant there was nothing to worry about before it came out. Uh, I mean, so, that's developer speak. But I don't, I don't know. Well, you can say it's developer speak all you want. You want to make that a not a stain for them? Like, <laughs> oh no, I don't other, think it's, I don't other think developers withheld, which isn't great. But I consider that the same thing. Considering, oh, I don't. I I do. and I've been watching I Better do. Call Saul, so I know a bunch about fake law. Yeah, well, <laughs> I. If there's one thing that happened, that I think that was the biggest stain for them because like developers are. At least the press like fell right into that trap on that one, and also uh, developers now with review code are being pretty adamant about getting old gen copies too. Um, you know, after this happens, so I, you know, I think at least for a CD project Red for me, like I, that was actually one of the main reasons like I didn't want to play Cyberpunk until it was like really finished was because I just coming off like the witcher three and yeah it was a little bit buggy and everything but not not on the level or scale of cyberpunk like just as a developer like i expected much much better from them and every time i tried to load up cyberpunk and it wasn't the game that they promised and it wasn't you know polished and everything like i expected from them it just it made me not want to play it so at least it, now it's in a spot where like i can play it and feel kind of okay about it um and i'm at least having, but even having fun with it even after all that, like the the game functions now as like a product, yeah. Like quality wise and feature wise, like are you do you still feel like it's holding up any of uh, the promises that was made? Because I found it overall to be good, like it's a good game, yeah. But like the hype that surrounded it and like all the new experiences, whatnot, was very overplayed in terms of its marketing. Like either they didn't you, get to realize that stuff or it just yeah. I it back flat. when it came out, Casey. Yeah, like I, I also played it on Series X. Uh, it was like the first game I played on my Series X when I got it. Um, and I didn't have a ton of issues, like just, you know, graphical stuff, like weird uh, floaty, buggy, whatnot. But like worst case scenario, I have to reload a save and then I could keep going. But I was able to play through all of it. And I was just like, yeah, that was fine. Which is just not the <laughs> not yeah. the response you thought you'd get for a game that, that was bigged up for so long. It is um, with the most recent patch, like, all right, Getting out of the way, it's it's no GTA. There's not that level of reaction in the world or anything mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Um, I've had to like rewire my brain to not think of it that way and just think of it as like a pretty much linear story RPG with some side quests I can go do if I want. Um, and but the recent patches have definitely like fixed it in a way like 
you know, people aren't despawning behind you when you turn around anymore because that was completely taking me out of the experience. It feels complete in that way where if I go out in the world, I point a gun at somebody in the world, like they react, the cars react, they'll run me over, I get run over in the streets just because I'm crossing a, where it says do not walk in red and I still go and I don't expect Just like real life, dog. Yep. Can't be doing that. And you gotta, I, I you gotta be waiting for those crosswalks. Yep, there's some funny stuff. Did they fix the thing where police would like appear literally out of nowhere when you I, commit crimes? I have not even, <laughs> so I'm not even going to bother committing crimes in the world because I don't want to <laughs> deal with that police system. <laughs> Because <laughs> I, I did it on PC and yeah, they were still like just drones were just spawning like 10 feet away from me to come after me. Right. Um, so I, the police system, maybe they'll maybe they'll expand on that same day. Right now, it's still the same thing as far as I'm concerned. Maybe a little bit better than it was. But yeah, I mean, was I, the problem? What, what was the, did they like defund the police? Is that was that the problem? No, they just you would commit a crime and then they would just like spawn out of thin air, like coming after you. Despawn de the police. <laughs> spawn the police. <laughs> All, right. All cyberpunk cops are bad. Um, <laughs> so I mean, do you like? Would you like recommend this game to people who who might have sat out on it or like I don't know, like what do you like? Is this game worth playing in the two years since then where we've gotten? you know two dozen interesting games i think yeah i mean i think if you're waiting for it to be you know playable and polished enough to where it's like you know there's still bugs in the world but it's nothing like er erroneous anymore like i i would say yes uh i'm if i'm having a good time with it i would say yes because like i could not make it more than a couple hours in the game without getting super frustrated quitting you know six months ago before this patch came out uh, so now that I'm actually going back and able to just enjoy it and I'm not getting I'm not getting pulled out of the experience every 10 minutes because of a bug. And mm -hmm. so that to me is like, all right, this game's finally ready to be played because I it's kind of funny. I loaded up Skyrim uh, on my Series X over the weekend, too. I was like, I just want to test out a Bethesda game. And I ran into bugs into that in the first opening minute. And I'm like, well, OK, if I can deal with that, I can deal with Cyberpunk. It just what? What are the 12 versions of Skyrim was it that floated out? <laughs> the fridge version? The Smart anniversary fridge. edition. To be fair, I had a mod installed, so I mean, that was probably my fault, but. Also, just, you know uh, what game's going to be insufferable to talk about? Starfield. Starfield. Starfield is going to be insufferable to talk about because this is all going to happen again. <laughs> Not no, like it's already happening. I was on Twitter. I was on Twitter yesterday and somebody had shared supposed screenshots from Starfield. They were literally from fucking No Man's Sky, and like the PlayStation community was going, "This game looks like shit." It's like, oh my god, we're not doing no this Man's again. Sky. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's funny. Speaking of No Man's Sky, uh, I don't know why I said No Man's Sky. That's weird. I didn't put no a space between the No and the Man. Uh, a couple of people in chat have mentioned it, and yeah, I'm I'm curious if um, Cyberpunk's ever going to get to the position that something like No Man's Sky or Warframe or Siege or Final Fantasy 14 are which all of them started out pretty underwhelming mm -hmm. and then have evolved over time into something um I think pretty special I, in, in all four of those cases honestly and I'm not sure if uh if if this game will ever get there like that I don't I don't think they're going to what I was hoping for originally was that they were going to go back and add a lot of like those core mechanics that would make it more like GTA like a more sandboxy experience but I don't think they're ever going to do that. I think they got it polished. Yeah, they just they, fixed what was already there. And yeah. what was there was pretty normal in terms of like open world RPG. Like we've seen all that stuff before. Yeah. So well, it was no it has, different it, than Witcher. Has, you know, decent characters and whatnot. Like I liked a lot of the stories and concepts in it, but like it just yeah. really didn't do much new for all the fanfare it yeah. was uh, it uh, was receiving. No, yeah, I I fully expect that it's it's 
pretty much done and they're focusing on the the dlc expansion now um what i will say though is like even though it may not be super unique in that sense like now that i'm really digging into it like that world is incredible like the city is super incredible when you're moving through it the amount of Mm -hmm. enterable spaces the detail everywhere like i'm constantly you know i was wowed by it when i started the first time but now that i'm like really digging into it like really paying attention and actually having fun playing it I'm I'm just kind of blown away by the amount of detail everywhere I go. It doesn't matter where you go in that world. It's chock full of detail and it's it's neat. Um the I think the biggest thing that they fixed for me was like the bullet spongy enemies. They're still spongy, but they definitely balance it out. They tuned it up a lot where it's it doesn't feel ridiculously spongy. I haven't gotten to a boss yet. That's usually where I stop is like there's one there's that first boss you get to and he just eats bullets, but oh my god. Yeah. Like, I yeah once i got there but i mean i like i've turned off i've turned off damage numbers and everything like it's i've made myself i've changed a lot of the ui options so i could just really be immersed in that world um and it's working it's working for me but i don't i don't know i don't know if cyberpunk really is in the same realm of like a redemption arc like no man's sky or anything just because no man's sky has built itself up to be exactly what was promised and Cyberpunk 2077 is, is literally just a story-driven RPG, and that's all it really yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't see it evolving outside of that too yeah. much. Yeah. <laughs> Unless they're daring enough to try a sequel. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, yeah. and that's you know part of the reason they're moving to Unreal Engine 5 is because they need a more stable, as I said yesterday in the tech update video, that they need a more stable environment to make open-world games. And that's probably a good switch because I'm assuming... I mean, they pretty much said it themselves, like that Red Engine they might break one thing and it breaks 16,000 other things. And you can definitely feel mm. that, you know? Yeah. It was interesting it. seeing that, um, which is kind of a good segue to our next topic. Um, it was interesting seeing that unreal five presentation and seeing how many devs and especially like how many first party Xbox devs are on board with, with uh, making their games in unreal five, just because uh, it's a double-edged sword because on one hand, it's going to make things feel a little samey. Um, you know, Unreal is like a very powerful engine that could do a lot of different things, but ultimately you're not going to get those weird outliers of proprietary engines. But that being said, I think we're going to avoid a lot of situations where a game comes out and is just completely like borked at an atomic level because there's so much shared knowledge in there. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was interesting in that video also seeing, you know, a weird announcement of, of Crystal Dynamics working on the next Tomb Raider in Unreal Engine 5. Um, I just thought it was weird. What was, was the like last way to announce the game? Uh, I don't actually know what the three Tomb Raider games were made in. I assume like, it was all the same because they were all built. They seem to be built on the same. Yeah, engine, like does, so. does does Crystal Dynamics use a proprietary engine or were like they using Unreal or something before that? I don't know. And if it's the same thing they use in the Avengers, well, let's, right? Let's, yeah, I'm sure. Like Avengers do, and uh, Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's do something. Uh, let's do something different than the Avengers. But. Uh, yeah, I thought that uh, the announcement was interesting. Foundation because engine. It was their own engine. Foundation? Okay. Yep. Well, there you go. Um, yeah, it was interesting because, um, you know, we know Crystal Dynamics is, uh, they're, they're partnering with the initiative and working on uh, Perfect Dark for Xbox, which um, sounds like they might be doing more than just partnering uh, with all the sort of turnover and, and drama over at the initiative. It seems like Crystal might be taking a, uh, a more hands-on approach than previously thought. Um, what that means for the future of the Avengers seems pretty bleak in my mind. Um, they haven't really detailed the roadmap. <laughs> They've mentioned some some stuff like She-Hulk or Winter Soldier, or Captain Marvel coming, but um, 
I wouldn't be surprised if we get kind of one more update and then they sunset the game, uh, you know, in favor of working on Tomb Raider and then partnering on Perfect Dark. And then uh, my sort of theory about that is um, I think by the time Perfect Dark comes out, uh, especially by the time Tomb Raider comes out, I think there'll be a first party Microsoft studio. And I think yeah. Tomb Raider will be an Xbox exclusive. I yeah. think Microsoft will buy the rights to, to Tomb Raider from Square. It'll be direct yeah, competitor to Uncharted. <laughs> yeah, it would be there, like literally. Yeah. Yep. Like, would that be weird for Microsoft to essentially poach Crystal Dynamics from Square? Because like, I don't even understand how this deal is working right now, where they kind of borrowed them. <laughs> like, Square still owns them. Yeah, I don't. It's I, it's. I think Square, Japanese Square, is very different than Western Square. Um, and like we saw that with, uh, you know, IO and Hitman. They right. like they were able to gain their autonomy from Square and get the rights to Hitman. Um, mm-hmm. You know, whereas I think the first two Hitman might have been. So, well, yeah. How, however, that that worked. Well, um, it was it was Square for a bunch of them, and then Warner Bros. came in. Okay. The, yeah. the new trilogy. Yeah. But um, that was just publishing. Well, no, yeah, no, that, that was just publishing. IO, they didn't have any. Yeah, IO self-published Hitman. They just use Warner Bro- Hitman Three, sorry, and they only use Warner Bros. who distribute physical. Oh, okay. Is what oh, so like uh, discs for old people who still buy discs. Yes, like me. Yeah. Even yeah, though the I'm elderly. <laughs> the <Yeah>. elderly. <laughs> I've reverse um, aged. <laughs> yeah, you Benjamin Buttoned. Uh, I don't know why I pronounced the hard T in Buttoned. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it'll be because uh, I think there's been a lot of talk over sort of a, a Square having a fire sale as well. And some of their Western developers like Casey mentioning IDOS and, and um, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy seem to not do as well as it should have and maybe it could have done better in the hands of someone else so um yeah it'll be interesting to see what some of those western studios uh, what what happens to them you know after the fallout of all this because there's still a lot of rumblings of of sony and microsoft both still in full-on acquisition mode and mm-hmm. i don't know fucking like 10 cent or someone i'll probably buy them considering Who the knows? amount of a jrpg square has recently announced i kind of think i kind of think that's the direction they're going <laughs> yeah yeah between remasters stuff. and new games and the whole 2d 3d hd yeah. or whatever the hell the octopath thing is called um so yeah it'll be interesting to see how that all uh how that all plays out um and also uh jack and andrew we see your super chats and your comments and we will read those out at the end we promise and if anyone else has any super chats and comments we promise to read yeah. all of them out at the end and one ties into a thing i wanted to even talk about so that's great well so to put a button on the uh cyberpunk discussion I, I yes i would recommend playing it now i think it's i think it's good um just you know obviously you know it, me saying that is going to bring people out to be like oh well you're you know normalizing this stuff and it's like well you know I mean, you bought the game. If you bought the game you, and you you wanted to play it, now you can and probably enjoy it for the most part. And then when The Witcher Four is eventually around the corner, whenever maybe like maybe maybe wait for like around the, the corner. How big is this corner, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> four year long corner. Yeah. yeah. What game? What what year? What year do you think? It'll Witcher be 4 comes it'll out? be out before Quantic Dreams Star Wars game. It's not real. I think I think it'll be a 2025 game. Yeah, I I could get behind that if they're not if they're not fucking around with Red Engine. uh, If they just and they're you know the 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 pace that that engine is supposed to develop uh, Unreal Engine Five is supposed to allow developers to go at now. Like yeah, I don't think I think they know if there's anything CDPR knows how to do, it's how to build like a good story in an open world. So I'm not concerned about that. And then Cyberpunk had tried to have all these different gameplay systems, you know. That being said, I would love to see like a first-person mode in the next Witcher. 
Just no, keep... why? Really? Yeah, yeah just 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 just, just based on like the stuff. amount of detail they put in this CD project, or I mean, uh, Cyberpunk. Like, I think I think being first person in that in a fantasy world like that with that amount of detail would be incredible. Like, at least until we get the Elder Scrolls. Guys, without fail, first person melee fucking sucks. <laughs> that's my. That's my you didn't opinion. play Chivalry Two. First person melee is <laughs> fantastic in Chivalry Two. You don't know what you're talking about. It, it was okay in uh, Chronicles of Riddick. Throwing them hands in a jail cell. <laughs> okay, it was uh, if you're only punching. I went so I I mentioned <laughs> that I went back to uh, Skyrim, and that was mostly because like I my brain keeps telling me I want to play the Elder Scrolls Online because it looks I enjoy it when I play it, but then I just get really bored with it because the world just doesn't feel as alive as Skyrim did. And then I get to the combat system, and like Skyrim's combat system still felt really good uh, to me. I know I know a lot of people hate it or whatever these days, but even even like vanilla combat felt. Not bad for a first-person melee combat game, and then you and it well, I, it just comes down to the fact that like there's physics on the things you hit. Like when you hit an enemy, it ragdolls away, and like in the mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you know you can't have the physics because it's an MMO. But like when you hit something, and it just kind of falls into a death animation. I feel like it, that experience is so different. It's so hard to get in the so just just because of that one reason. Like if they added ragdoll physics, I'd probably love it. <laughs> That's it's stupid. That's all you need. It's, I know it's stupid, but it's like it's gaming. You're a simple man. Sometimes games. No, are I, no, I, I kind of totally get that. Like yeah. having the world react to your actions, um, yeah. I think is like a overlooked and and uh, important. Yeah, I think that's one of the reasons. Like I just can't get in MMOs because I just feel like the world never reacts. Yeah, that's fair. That's absolutely fair enough. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. All right, we'll move on to some of the stuff uh, we've been playing. Uh, KC, you uh, reviewed Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. Folks can watch that now on uh, yeah. Your 3MR is on YouTube. Uh, what did you think? Give us give us your hot um, takes. I, uh, I have played some, not all, of like Lego games in the past. Never played a Star Wars Lego game, mm-hmm. but um, I was always kind of lukewarm on them. Like, ah. they, they seem... <laughs> Uh, I feel like someone else has made that joke. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But um, yeah, like I, I played them with my son, and like he enjoyed them because you know they're either Batman or Avengers or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I always felt like it, they're a little too basic, and like uh, so I was they're fine, like they're like toys essentially, as opposed to like gaming experiences. Um, Lego Star Wars is nothing like that. Like it is a legit funny parody based on the Star Wars lore and movies and stuff like you do play through every single one of those episodes um, and they retell those stories. So like you do get the full picture, especially if you've seen them before, mm-hmm. but they throw in so much uh, like referential stuff like there are memes references in there. Um, there's like new dialogue that like just uh, that, like change the entire situation of something that should be very serious into something that still gets across what happened, but is now much funnier because of the new context. Like, I, I don't want to like spoil some of the gags and whatnot, but there's there's a really good scene where um, Order 67 is given instead yeah. of Order 66. And so the, the troopers are all doing something completely different and then they have to change to what they're supposed to do <laughs> when they hear, oh no, not 67, 66. And it, it was really funny. Like it, it was a thing that kind of went on for a little while. Um, and so like, I, I really didn't expect to like be sucked into it that much, but like, um, like from top to bottom, it's just a really fun experience. Like they, uh, the one of the big shifts is like that camera chain. So like you're right behind your Lego character in like a big open world. You can have free control over the camera. Um, you can run, you can jump. 
the mechanics are basic for all the different kind of gameplay things you can do, but they all work well enough. So like if you're riding around on like a Star Fox, like um, like a trench run or like you're in a speeder trying to go, you know, down a canyon or something like they have those kind of gun shooty sequences. Hmm. Uh, they have like legit full 3D space combat uh, and also sky combat because sometimes you're on a planet. Um, and like, you know, like you, they have the same thing as like markers uh, in like Top Gun or whatever, where you have to like angle and like slow down, and like do loop de loops and spin mm-hmm. out of the way of uh, locked on missiles and whatnot. So like, like everything that's there feels as good as it should to get the job done. Like it's all very simple. Like you're not gonna you know find a huge challenge even in the boss fights. Uh, those the combat and stuff gets pretty mashy, uh, but they at the very least allow you to mash different buttons so that you can do different cool mm-hmm. stuff with the different characters you have. So like overall, like it is a, it is a really good time. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I, I put a few hours in. I'm. I'm digging it so far. Um, I got the thing you mentioned in your review. A part that made me laugh yesterday was uh, uh, insinuating that Anakin and Padme sleep in bunk beds. Like <laughs> 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 um, just there's tons and tons of silly stuff like that. Yeah, and uh, yeah. To answer, someone asked. Oh, King is dead, uh, or King dead? Sorry. Uh, asked, is it all subbed? Uh, no. So in in uh, at some point in the uh, Lego game franchise uh they started doing uh voice acting and so um yeah it's fully voice acted but it's um it's not the the movie lines it's uh you know voice actors some of which have played the characters in previous star wars games or animated things um yeah they they recreate a lot of the movie lines like you'll hear stuff that at first i was like did they pull that straight from the movie because some of the the voice actors are really good at just recreating Mm -hmm. the line exactly as you hear it in one instance, though, I'm pretty sure they just took the sound effect of that uh, crazy ass Obi Wan scream. <laughs> just, yeah, just use that sound effect because there's no way someone else made that stupid ass noise. But, but yeah, like they they redo the movie lines, then they'll add their own stuff to like make it funnier or to like mm-hmm. maybe give it a, a clearer picture to the maybe younger audience. Yeah, yeah, but I really I think the game's really ambitious. Um, like uh, uh, you know, you can you can play through the. Uh, the individual nine movies, but like sort of the meat and potatoes is the kind of open world planets with like a bunch of side quests and activities and that's you unlock all the different minifigs and, and there's just a lot going on and it's, uh, yeah, it's, some know. of those puzzles can get really challenging too. Like, yeah, I got stuck on a Federation ship that had like four ray shields and like you had to step on a switch to open up the ratio directly to the left of it. And so you had to use different, like you had to keep switching characters to get certain abilities that would either pull something off a wall or, uh, you know, because the protocol droids can like separate into two parts. So sometimes you needed like more than the two characters you had control over. So like you really have to think like, what can I do? What do I have access to to like get through this this trap here? So like it's really cool. Yeah, that was, that was one of those games. Like even Yahtzee was impressed with it. Ed three twenty nineteen uh, when him and I saw it and. It was like kind of one of those games you weren't expected to be surprised by just because mm-hmm. I thought I he was he was dead on the money when he was talking about it on a slight something else yesterday where he thought it was just going to be, you know, a compilation of the games that had already released and then some new content. And then I was like, whoa, this is right. like a no, whole absolutely new not. thing. Yeah. And yeah, it was. Yeah, that's worth mentioning. Like if you've played, um, you know, any of the Lego Star Wars games, uh, this isn't just them remastered like they've completely redone everything. And it's. You know, it feels like a completely different game. Yeah, I, and uh, Benji Sales on Twitter was posting the concurrent player numbers. Like it crossed a hundred thousand people, and the previous Lego game had only like six thousand concurrent players at its peak. 
So this is and that was just on hit. PC. Yeah, that was yeah, just that's pretty impressive. PC. That's huge Jeez. for like yeah, because I almost don't like I that's unheard of. Didn't know until yesterday the game was even on PC. I, I mean, I don't know why I'd be surprised, but um, <laughs> you know what? But, uh, you know what Lego game I want though more than anything else. And I will absolutely Lego buy Cyberpunk. it day one. Nope, I want Lego, Lego Cyberpunk. Lego Blue. What was it? Blue River Canyon or what's nope. that show? Nope. Lego Blue Mountain nope. State. <laughs> I want Lego Island Three. Lego Island Three, like the island, the Michael Bay movie. No, is that like Lego Temptation Island, but you, with Lego characters? You guys have never yeah, played is Lego it Lego's Island. Lego's getting all horned up. Oh my god! All right, Casey, I'm gonna I'm gonna get you a Lego Island Two for Hidden Gems stream, and you're gonna love that game. It's not a hidden gem. It's not a real game. You, just you don't even it know it. <laughs> it's a hidden yeah. Yes. You just made yes. it up. I did not. Did you say this game was on like the PlayStation One or something? No, I played Lego Island Two on PC. No, said. Casey can only play one PS One game at a time, and his current PS One game is going to be Metal Gear. No, <laughs> Chat will know. Chat will know. You you don't even know Lego Racers. You guys, I bet you didn't even play that. Lego Racists. Racers. Why would we want to play with them? No, I play, I've played, like, the crazy thing is I've played a ton of Lego games, <laughs> and I've never heard of any of these games. Like, Lego, I've played Lego, almost every Lego game you never played, I thought until now. No, you didn't play Lego Rock Raiders? What are all these bullshit you, Lego you, games? You are making shit like baby games. <laughs> Did you play baby games? Is this like Freddy Fish and, like, Putt-Putt Johnny or those, like, little colorful PC games for kids to learn math and not no, realize that, they're actually Yes, I did, I did play Backyard Putt-Putt. Baseball or something? I did play that, too. I played Backyard Baseball. <laughs> yeah, is this Jeremy Rice's dog football? Remember that game? <laughs> so you never played Lego Rock Raiders. You never played Lego Island. You never played Lego Island 2. You never played Lego Racers. And I played Lego... And then insert nerd property what? I know of. Those are the oh Lego games. Oh my god, those aren't even like the real Lego games. <laughs> what are you talking about? Those They're are the ones that millions. You're talking about Lego you, games that no one knows about any of these you like missed, games. You missed yeah, the... yeah, Nick, you're honestly talking about Lego games before Lego yes, games. Yes, like before Legos were just licensed shit. Yeah. 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 Before I mean, Lego I mean, took off and became one of the biggest properties in the universe. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I think you're you're talking about games that may have skewed a little young for me at the time. I think I was playing uh, adult games like Banjo-Kazooie. Like, oh, right. Yes. <laughs> Spyro Dragon. What was that? They're, they they had like a Lego Spy game that was pretty good too. Um, I know there's like. Well, a, I remember Lego City Undercover. I played that one. Lego 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 Alpha Team. That's what it was called. Okay, none of these games are real. What I get a, get these get these rinky dink Walgreens games out of here. <laughs> I can't. Leave. But if you want to talk about you know adult games, Marty, you did you finish Kirby yet? <laughs> This is a game. I am uh, deep in the. Po- I am like like elbow deep in the post game. Um, Kirby, first off, is delightful. I highly recommend it to anyone of the Switch who even has a um, a, a passing interest in colorful 3D um, Nintendo platformers. Uh, to me, it feels uh, most comparable to Mario 3D World, which was the Wii U game that got a Switch port last year. In terms of um, kind of bite-sized playgrounds that you can either jam through quickly or do a lot of optional stuff and and there's a lot of meat on the bones there um but uh near the end of the game or what i thought was the end of the game the game takes a hard right turn and not only gets weird and fourth wall breaking (laughs) but starts like questioning the meaning of life and kirby's (laughs) existence and then throws these like legitimately difficult souls like bosses at you and then the post game is about finding the shattered shards of a character's soul to try to bring them back to life. 
and, and it was an and, evil character like and it was an evil character that you're like trying to redeem you're trying and, to redeem now yeah yeah and you have to like play through it's almost like like dante's inferno like you're going deeper into like the the seven layers of hell um <laughs> truly Jesus. truly bizarre I don't know how this happened. Nick, please stop spamming Lego games into the chat. No, I'm this proving is... I'm proving you I was I wasn't making those up. So fuck you. <laughs> uh, but I, I think I think Kirby's delightful. I think it is w- a way deeper game than I thought. Uh, I think mouthful mode will will never grow old. And I hope that um, like souls likes, I hope we get mouthful likes going forward. What? I hope there's an entire generation of creators who are inspired by mouthful mode. So that, I, wasn't, I don't. that wasn't real. <laughs> I would prefer not to. Uh, yeah, Casey, do you have any desire to like play this? Do you think like you could play this co-op with, um, with the kid? Do you think like, you like I've heard very bad things about the co-op in okay. Kirby because apparently you get a you play as Waddle D and that character can't do anything that Kirby does. And I think he's just got like a spear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it, the camera doesn't follow him at all. He just gets teleported to Kirby's. Like it's, it's a real miserable experience being a Waddle D in that world. Uh, but yeah. I do. I am much more interested now in playing through that and seeing how my son likes it, mm-hmm. um, especially like towards the end when it starts to get like kind of crazy, because uh, I know he he likes looking at that stuff. Like he used to watch a lot like full playthroughs of like older Kirby games. And even then, like I'm reminded now that the endings of those games would also kind of go off the rails in like crazy ways and be like, oh, there's like a lot happening right now. Mm-hmm. So like I'm, I'm sure he'd be really into that. So, yeah, maybe down the road, uh, maybe yeah. I don't know what other holiday or birthday things coming. His birthday's quite a while away. Oh, I thought you were going to say maybe when it goes down in price and I was going to be like, I got news for you. Yeah, it'll it'll never go down in price. We we all know this. Until the world is actually post-apocalyptic like it is in in Kirby. Uh, But yeah, I've been nicking Kirby. Um, Uh, George Lucas, yeah, real quick to answer this question. I did play co-op with my son with Mm -hmm. the Lego Star Wars. Wars Yeah, it's not online co-op, which is a big thing. I don't know if they've ever had online co-op, but... um, I don't think so. Yeah, Yeah, I don't think so either. And I like the co-op in those games. I played... uh, Almost all of them I played through with a, a girl I was dating at the time, and uh, I had a really good time. So those are my fond memories of the game. <laughs> um, Nick. What? Do you want to start the Super Chats? Because a couple of them, I think, can spin off to other conversations. And also, uh, we have a, uh, to the audience, we have a hard out in 10 minutes. You just wanted to get to Attack right. on Titan. Jeff <sighs> no, Wiggins. I just want to make sure we get to the Super Chats. Member for, there's only four of them. Member for four months <laughs> says, Marty and KC... What did you guys think of this season of Attack on Titan? And also, oh, thanks for asking. I got a lot of thoughts of Attack on Titan. I actually stopped watching after I had to catch up for our video because I wanted <laughs> I wanted a, a block to, to sit through and watch. I hate watching That's stuff it. that I'm really into week to week. Uh, well, you can start now because the season is over. It, it ended nice. this weekend. Uh, Honey May, don't worry. There will be zero spoilers. Um, other to say that they touted this as the end. And you're watching the last episode and you're like, a lot of flashbacks, not really moving any forward. Nope. They're not even getting to where they need to go. And then uh, at the end, they just say, all right, the actual last part of the last season coming 2023. So uh, no matter uh, uh, how much you think you're out, they will pull you back in. Uh, that being said, they uh, also it, announce a movie like a movie's going to come. That's also going to be part of the core story. And uh, then there's going to be another season. I don't know if that's been officially announced, but that's what people think is going to happen because of both uh, um, Demon Slayer and Jujutsu Kaisen having such uh, massively successful movies that it would make sense. It would almost make sense. Um, 
and yeah, it's interesting because like Jujutsu Kaisen Zero is obviously a prequel to the series, whereas uh, you know uh, Mugen Train was just the next piece of the series. And granted, mm-hmm. they eventually released it on Funimation or you know streaming and chopped it up and everything. But um, yeah, it would be interesting if they ever did like a finale finale in movie form. Like I even thought about that with like Game of Thrones. Like, what if they just would have been like finales in theaters? And everyone had to like go to movie theaters. Like, how much would that movie have made? Also, people would have been very mad if they had to watch finale in theaters. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. that would have been a wreck. They yeah. did that with the uh, Full Metal Alchemist, the first one, not Brotherhood. I want to say, like, oh, it didn't go to theaters, but the the true final ending is a movie. It's a uh, something of Shambhala. I can't remember <laughs> the title of it. Something of Shambhala. It's good. That's exciting. I need to watch that. That's on my that's on my big list of of shame of anime shame. So Attack on Titan, the only season I saw on Netflix is season one. Where do you watch the rest of it? Uh, my Crunchyroll or... Animation. Another yeah, subscription service. Yes. I mean, I, if you want to start watching it, I would start watching it on Netflix. And if you're compelled, then I would pay... Yeah, another ones. subscription not compelled, I wouldn't. <laughs> well, isn't... Is Crunchyroll not... Does not still have an ad version? Like you can I watch it, but you can still do that get... for free ad version. You might not be able to uh, watch yeah. like the newest episodes, but yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I would say start at season one. Like if you're not hooked by the end of season one, I don't know. You're probably not gonna enjoy the show. Like mm. it's it's there, but um yeah, the it definitely gets darker. This last season is is strange. They they changed animation studios and so it's I'm not sure how I feel. I, I kind of prefer the older animation personally. Um the the new animation has a lot of interesting things with like how it deals with like shading and lines and shadows, um, which kind of fits like the bleaker tone that the show ends up taking in the final seasons. But mm. um, yeah, I know a lot of people uh, who've read the manga say it kind of fizzles out at the end and, and shits the bed. Um, I've also heard that they're going to change the ending. So to the anime um, from okay. the manga. Well. So um, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I'm still on board. 2023. Here we come. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait. Or no, I can wait. I'll you wait clearly can't can wait. Can't, can't, you're <laughs> incredibly capable of waiting. <laughs> well, you guys can watch your weeb shit. I finished up Yellow Jackets, and I'm desperately wanting more of that. It's that a great show. A, that was a great show. That was yeah, really wonderful show. Just constant, yeah, start that. constant tension. It, every episode is full of tension. Like I, it was. I always love shows like that or Ozark, where I just don't know what's going to happen minute to minute. I have, you have no idea through the entire show. I love shows like that. Uh, and the show does has that in spades. And then also like, um, I tweeted about it. The, the soundscape of the show is what really kept me hooked. Cause mm-hmm. man, it just the, the, uh, orchestra with the women in it for a lot of those like tense moments. Whew, really gets under your skin. That, that sound. It's <laughs> a good show. Also yeah, check that out. incredible 90s soundtrack as well. And mm-hmm. all the, uh, uh, I was going to ask if they played any like slow Nirvana. <laughs> oh my God. No, they just have like a really good deep cuts from like the mid the mid to late nineties. Really good soundtrack and all the flashback stuff. Okay. Um, yeah. Recommend it. Um, I just wish I, again, this show would be way more popular if it was on a service. Most people had yes. and not Showtime. Yeah, Showtime's had some pretty good shows. Uh, Andrew Hickelbottom donates two pounds. Says, did you all see Sanic two? Did you like it? Uh, Andrew, it, it is not out in the U.S. yet. It came out last week uh, in the U.K., but us plebes can't watch it till this weekend. Uh, that being said, I'm going to see it this weekend, and I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the first um, one. I will watch it when it comes to a streaming service, because I did also like the first one quite a bit. I hope you have Paramount Plus, because that's where <laughs> it's going to be coming to. I will borrow it from a friend. 
<laughs> I will That's, steal it when it's yeah, online. I just tried to use uh, that. So Apple Plus added family sharing. Mm-hmm. But like they have to have an Apple phone apparently to use it. Like I tried to share it with my mom and she couldn't actually log into it from her uh, Android phone. It's like, no, you need iPhone, you know, or I, uh, iOS like 12 to log into this. I was like, what? More of that Apple BS, <laughs> yep, man. Yep. I was like, well, family sharing sounds great. You can share up to five people. And I was like, oh, they have to have Apple devices. So it's not really family That's sharing. really dumb. Yep. That's very dumb. Unless there's something I'm missing there. Maybe Chad's going to point out that something yeah. I'm doing wrong there. Uh, SVS Guru 2000 donates 10 euros. Says not touching Cyberpunk 2077 until new story content is added. Even with good games like Witcher 3, I can't replay them without quitting a few hours in because I've already seen the whole story. Are there story games that you guys Wait. replay? Uh, yeah, I mean, linear stuff. I will. I don't think I'll ever replay like a full open world game. Just mm-hmm. I, I don't have the time. Uh, well, yeah, what counts as a story game? Like well, a point I like, and click I've, type thing? No, like I've replayed like Gears of War a lot. I've replayed Halo, Call of Duty, like all those. I, yeah, I almost don't count the. I mean, those slaved have story and everything, but yeah. like the game. Because right, yeah, like Mega Man X has a story, but like <laughs> yeah, I guess I was thinking more of like. Like I, the only one I can think of that I replay relatively often is um, Persona, which I would say is like a story game because it's like a hundred hours and the story is right. a big part yeah, of it. Yeah. But like, I don't know, have you guys like replayed any of like the Sony first party games, like yeah, uh, Last of Us or Uncharted or yep. um, God of War mm-hmm. or Tsushima? One and done. Yep, I've replayed pretty much all of those besides Ghost of Tsushima. Like I can't, I can't do the open world parts again, but. You yeah. know, like 12, 12, 15 hour, you know, linear story. But I mean, even even that, like lately, I haven't because like uh, Fallen Order, I tried to go back and replay that. And I just couldn't, yeah. I couldn't do it. Yeah, like Fallen Order and uh, God of War, I feel like are two games I'm going to replay before their respective sequels come out, um, mm-hmm. which probably won't be this year. So that's, I don't know, I can wait. Zucroll hmm. uh, donates $5, says, saw the title and thought of No Man's Sky. I've played it on and mm-hmm. off since release and I've loved it then and I still love it nowadays. Yeah, that's uh, like like we mentioned earlier. That's definitely one of those um, success stories. I think. Um, yeah, I think there's. I think there's I games that like, games. I think there's games that evolve to reach, you know, the potential that they have. And I think there's games that just need to be fixed. And Cyberpunk was one of those games that really just needed to be fixed. Yeah. Um, and Do you then, think Abandoned will evolve to become <laughs> the game we all want it to be? Fuck no. <laughs> I don't. I don't know why those developers haven't just owned up to it. But like, yeah, this isn't real. Fuck us. Also, like. I really want Probably the, I, be in a lot of trouble. Would, yeah, all the you lies. know what though? On that, I really want the press to go after Sony on that for marketing that thing. I still <laughs> there's like two percent of me, and it's the same two percent that thinks that there might actually be vampires, like in LA. Like I think there might like two percent of me thinks that vampires might be real. Two percent <laughs> of me thinks this is all a very elaborate scheme I, by Sony no. and maybe Kojima. Only two percent of me. And it's the Sony, same two percent that thinks Sony's vampires are real. completely distanced themselves from that whole thing. They haven't. Mm, not. Yeah, but that's part of the scheme. You don't know. That's scheming. No, you're scheming. Willie Beeman. You're into. Yeah, that, that seems like Illuminati territory at this point. <laughs> not Illuminati. It's called the two percent. <laughs> yeah. It's called my opinion on vampires. <laughs> no, I, I. But yeah, like I would love to see the press really kind of dig into that and figure out why the hell Sony was marketing that game. Like, what did? Mm-hmm. For Sony to market that game, unless somebody really royally fucked up, that team must have showed Sony Sony something that was playable, right? Like to market yeah. it that much, like yeah, Sony's relatively safe about like what it shows on its stage. Well, so there's also No Man's Sky. <laughs> Sony marketed the hell out of that, so 
Yeah. <laughs> I think sometimes they hear mm. exciting ideas and market it before they really know what it is. And maybe uh, they maybe they've learned their lesson twice now. I don't know. Yeah. Tony, learn a lesson. Hey, remember the 2%. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. That's the real, that's that's, real crazy theory. But yes, that is the, that is real theory. So, uh, yeah, like I mentioned earlier, uh, we're, we're, we uh, have prior uh, obligations, so we got oh, a, a yeah. call today a little short. Um, that, that Life of the Black Tiger game. Oh my god, I forgot about that. What? That Sony marketed that Life of the Black Tiger game pretty heavily, and that was. Is this like the Lego games? What? This sounds fake. What is? Why are? What, what are I, all these I've fake games? I've never heard of this. Uh, th- there was some indie game that they were pretty hyping up. A long time ago, and it was just—I think it's one of the worst games that was ever released. I, I, don't, I don't. Anyway, I've never even heard of it. Okay, well, there's there's just uh, Life of the Black Tiger, so that's very exciting. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at it now. Oh, it looks like a black. Tiger. It just looks very bad. Very bad for PS4 games. Don't play this game. <laughs> yeah. so Casey, play for hidden gems. Play it before you play. Uh, oh God. Lego Lego was it stranded or whatever next game was called. Lego Myth of the Game. Mythical. Lego fake ass game, Lego abandon. Um, uh, yeah, Casey, what do you what do you, what do you got going on? What should folks uh, what should folks check out? Uh, just you know, follow me on Twitter, Sigma Gears Nine. Uh, also follow my Twitch because I'll probably be doing some streams uh, later on, if not today, then sometime during the week. Um, and tomorrow, Marty and I will be starting Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. So tune in for that. That should be a lot of fun. Yeah, that'll uh, be so our, right normal, our normal uh, Dead Space slot. So tomorrow at uh, right. 3 p.m. Uh, Central. Mm-hmm. So very excited. Still got to try to make some espionage music. I have not gotten on that yet. <laughs> oh, yeah, because, yeah, we went, we had spooky clan jazz. Now we got to make I, whatever espionage jazz might be. I don't know. I don't have an idea on what to do with this yet. So <laughs> You got to just make it go real fast, real slow, real fast, real slow. Yeah, I don't know if it's like I don't even know what espionage music is like James Bond music. Yeah, like probably like something like Bond or well, the Metal Gear soundtrack is distinct, so maybe I'll try to do something with that. Mixed in. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Just just Kalan jazz with the word snake eater thrown every every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nick, what can uh, what can folks check out? Uh, well, I just got the news that there will be no post ZP today. Yahtzee's still out sick. Needs to save his voice. Oh no. Uh, so yeah, if you guys watched uh, like something else yesterday, he was he was uh, he was hurting. Yep. Uh, so no post ZP today. ZP will go up as normal. Uh, tomorrow's extra punctuation goes up for the public. Uh, anatomy will go up on Friday just because we had a busy review schedule week. Uh, so that'll be up Friday for the public. And then mm-hmm. uh, Amy and I will be back to most likely wrap up Gears of War 4 already on Friday after two streams, which Marty doesn't believe. Uh, but he'll, we'll make him believe it. I, I mean, <laughs> in my mind, that game took me way longer. Also, I'm probably worse at games than him yes. and Amy <laughs> separately, whether <laughs> alone combined. Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of <laughs> rushing through. I'm rushing her through Gears Four a bit because I want to get to Gears Five. Because uh, I, I Gears Five is definitely longer, right? Oh, I'm yeah. not insane. Yeah, Gears, okay. Gears Five is like 12 hours probably. Okay, but good. Anyways, uh, and then game night this weekend. No idea what we're playing yet. So if you have suggestions, go on the Discord. Probably something first person combat. My favorite genre. Yes. We'll, we'll, play, we'll make Marty play Siege finally. Oh God! I, oh, I played uh, what's it called with you guys? Uh, Siege Company? with aliens. Siege with monsters. Oh, Siege uh, with monsters. Oh. The three of us played. Yeah, that's oh, a very different game. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was called Siege with monsters. It's not a very different it's game. A it's like very a different. different. Oh, what no. are you talking about? Wait, isn't it like slightly different? It's a completely different game. <laughs> it's 
All right. It's somewhere in the middle. We're, between ma- we're making now we're making now we're <laughs> now we're making Marty play Siege just so I can make him mad. God damn it! <laughs> Why don't we play something nice and cute? It's been three weeks since a nice and cute game. You when you play nice and cute games, you drown me and baptize me. Well, now you and then I burn you in hell. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so thank you so much. Check out all those things. Uh, check out Casey's um, uh, Star like a Star Wars review. Check out my uh, Chrono Cross review. Um, check out Matthew's uh, Fantastic Beasts uh, movie review. And then, um, yeah, we'll see you all, I guess, tomorrow. Oh, yeah, Nick and I will be here for Day, to Wait, Today We Play. Oh, yeah, Lego Star Wars tomorrow. George Lucas, for you. We did it all for you, George Lucas. Uh, So for uh, Nick and Casey, this was Marty. This is uh, a breakout episode. I already closed the doc. I don't know. 400. I think it's 35, 34, Probably somewhere between 35 and 400. Uh, Thank you all so much for watching, uh, and we'll see you all later. Bye, Bye, pals. Bye. Bye.